Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Multi-Team Podcast, where we talk all things multi-tainment and uh, multi-tainment related. My name is Shu, and I will be your host. Shu as in sneakers, kicks, S-H-O-E. Um, and uh, yeah, we just, we're just uh, kicking off the premiere episode right here. Um, and on this first episode, I want to go over kind of my definition of multi-taining. Multi-tainment is not a real word. Um, there's a multi-tainment complex in Arizona, uh, in the United States. And um, it's, you know, it's got cinemas and it's got, you know, kind of like play areas. It's a inter- Essentially, it's an entertainment complex, but multi-taining is a phrase that I use my personal life, I'd like to think that I coined the phrase, um, but I'm pretty sure there are a few other people out there using it, uh, maybe not making podcasts about multi-tainment, but you know, it's probably been used a couple times in the past, but this podcast, the inspiration of this podcast initially arose because I'm super busy. And as a person who has multiple jobs, who is always on the go, um, who's always trying to balance work and and family time and and my own time, I've really um, divided my life into chunks and I've really kind of divided my life into two halves. You know, I have the multi-taining half, I have the multi-taining chunks, and I have the, the mindfulness chunks. So um, mindfulness, I think that's the foundation, but that's a topic for another show, you know, and there are a lot of people who do it a lot better than I do. Um, But I do believe I want to preface everything about multi-tainment with mindfulness first. You have to have that foundation. You have to have chunks in your day, chunks in your daily lives where you are mindful. You know, we live in a world where everything is moving so quickly. And there's so much choice. That's what this episode is about. But before we um, can entertain ourselves of all these different things and distract ourselves and escape, we have to have that solid foundation. So I'm going to preface this entire show um, by saying you got to have that mindfulness component. You got to take that time out of your day for yourself to connect with yourself, to connect with your family, friends, um, and to do the things you enjoy doing. Take that time where you're only focused and mindful of the activity or the pe- that you're doing or the people that you're with, right? But throughout the other times of the day, this is where this podcast will hopefully come in handy, right? So multi-taining, multi-tainment. I define it as, um, you know, entertaining yourselves using, entertaining yourself using multiple sources of entertainment at the same time or kind of while you're doing busy work. So um, this is essentially a, um, um, you know, a a, a you know, a curated podcast. It's, 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 you know, I'm a curator of, um, you know, different podcasts, different, um, different streaming options, uh, shows, TV shows, um, and, um, you know, eBooks 
and and uh, even games, you know, mobile games or some retro games. I'm a big fan of retro games. But again, this podcast, uh, the idea behind this podcast is really to serve as almost a launch pad, a diving board um, so that you can seek out you know, the things that I'm recommending. And this is more of a review show. I'm curating all of these things into categories, but they all have to satisfy certain conditions, right? To be multi-tainable, to be, um, it, that, see, I'm getting in a realm of all these made up words here, but to be uh, considered uh, a multi-tainment uh, source, um, I... Uh, have these following requirements. So, numero uno, number one, this source must require little time and energy commitment, right? One or the other, right? So, for example, it requires 20 to 30 minutes of focused time commitment, you know, maybe right before bed, um, maybe, uh, you know, you got this block of time, you know, you, you can sit down for a little bit right when you get home from work, you know, or maybe after you put your, uh, your kid to bed, you know, or something like that, you know, and, and this is time largely for yourself. You can obviously, you know, uh, enjoy all of these things with, with a partner or somebody else, but I, you know, this is kind of, you know, time where you can really, you have a little chunk of time, you can take that time out right this is this is meant really for yourself for the most part i mean if you're spending time for your partner you know that falls into the mindfulness bit not necessarily the multi-tainment bit and it, it could take really a small chunk of time less than half an hour of focused attention whether that be playing a game or uh, watching a show or it takes minimal effort while you're multitasking so you could have something on in the background you know, like an hour-long podcast, or you could be binging a podcast, but you can do that while you're doing chores, while you're handling busy work around the house, um, or, you know, kind of just doing labor, laborious jobs, you know, kind of around the house, and you got your headphones on, you got your AirPods on, or whatever, and, you know, either very little time commitment or energy commitment, okay? Um, while you're kind of doing your adulting duties or in between all of your adulting duties, if you will. Of course, another requirement is that all these things have to be enjoyable, okay? And they've all been, personally, I've enjoyed all of these things. That's why I'm recommending them. I'm, you know, so technically it's not a review show, it's a recommendation show, right? Because, you know, I'm, you know, yes, I'm reviewing it, but all of these shows come with glowing recommendations, I'm aware that your time is precious. If I'm listening to a show, I want to hear what's good, right? And uh, this is not a daily show where I can comment and say, all right, you can skip this thing, right? Um, and um, um, the last uh, criteria, um, the last um, criterion, I think that's the singular form of criteria. The last criterion is that it must be free and somewhat or somewhat affordable, right? So all the podcasts and the games we talk about are free. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the retro games, if you own the cartridge, those things might be rare finds, but technically you have to own a cartridge to, to uh, be able to emulate those games. Um, there's some people, you know, 
using pirated ROMs online and we probably all know somebody that's doing that but in theory you know but these games should be you know these things we talk about on the show should be affordable streaming a lot of us have a major streaming service Uh, all of the streaming shows are gonna come from Netflix or perhaps Tubi or YouTube kind of you know these are the options that I personally use and uh um, in terms of ebooks, we're looking at kind of Amazon Kindle books, um, and um, that kind of you know they have monthly deals or they have you know things that are really really cheap, less than less than uh, five dollars. Um, so uh, yeah, that's what we're um, that's what we're looking at for um, for all of these um, different. Uh, that's what we're looking at for as a as criteria right for all of these different um different uh different sources that we might get i'm sorry that's just a bit of an interruption right there but nothing like first episode uh um let me just turn that sound down just some notifications coming out from the screen here but uh yeah first episode you know i did a few podcasts with uh with a friend of mine and maybe i'll you know we'll get back to it maybe i'll promote that as well but you know this is kind of my like solo effort um so thank you guys for being so patient so far um, with my definition of of multi-taining multi-tainment and uh so ideally i want to keep each podcast if it's just a simple review uh, a simple recommendation podcast I want to keep them at roughly about half an hour to 40 minutes long um, with each segment being about, you know, five to 10 minutes long. Um, it might get longer if I can get guests on the show. And eventually what I want to do is I want to get creators of all of these things and we want to raise each other up. Right. 2020 has not been a good year um, for the world um, and especially for some parts of the world. And, you know, we are living in some trying times right now a lot of people i'm very fortunate i'm blessed um but you know we are all dealing no matter how blessed you are you you can't escape you know the kind of the pandemic going on outside your doors right so it's tough all around for everybody and you know i'm i'm feeling blessed and i just you know i the the reason why i'm starting this is really i want to make you know i want to give you guys something to feel good about i want to give you the listener um, something good to feel about, uh, something, um, you know, good, you know, that so you can feel good, you can spread the word, and we can get all these great shows out there, we can get all these great podcast shows, we can get all these great TV shows, and you can enjoy yourselves, and the hope is that, you know, after each episode, you'll be able to, um, after each episode, you'll be able to take away something that you can enjoy, you know, for the week, for the weekend, and maybe the next week, right, I'm gonna, I plan on dropping each episode on Friday, um, every Friday, um, and uh, this is just, you know, I'm doing this in my spare time, you know, I'm not a pro at this, this is really just, you know, an amateur um, endeavor, um, hopefully, you know, um, hopefully, you know, it'll kind of gain some steam, and you guys can benefit from this, and we can kind of build a community, um, I'll probably say this before the uh, before we start the show. Well, I'll use I'll start off by saying uh, please uh, um, uh, follow us on Instagram if you have the opportunity. Is the t h e dot multi tame? 
um, not multi-train, multi-tain.podcast on Instagram, the.multi-tain.podcast on Instagram. That'd be greatly appreciated. Let's build that community. Let's come together. Let's do something positive. Um, and, uh, you know, I just want to spread good things so people can enjoy themselves and, you know, happy multi-taining, right? So, um, uh, with that being said, without further delay, I'm going to start off with our first podcast review ever on this show and we are going to discuss um uh the podcast and you know we're coming up on halloween so we are going to discuss lake clarity uh, a lot most of the podcast recommendations this month will be well it's technically yeah well october 2nd at, at the time this is being dropped it will be all kind of horror you know halloween all you know a lot of them are audio dramas but kind of suspenseful dramas or suspenseful podcasts for you guys to listen to okay so without further delay let's dive into lake clarity Hey guys, so we are going to be looking at a podcast to start off the uh, the lineup for today, the starting lineup, and the first podcast that we are going to uh, recommend on this show on the Multi-Tame Podcast is Lake Clarity. Um, Lake Clarity uh, can be found on you know all kind of major broad, uh, podcasting uh, platforms uh, i listen to it on stitcher um you should be able to find it on, on on spotify on you know all major podcast app um apps or um you know collections um they do have their uh, their own website um and um you know, all these things will be included in the show notes, but, uh, you know, they're part of a podcast collective called, uh, the, uh, the midnight disease, right? And, um, these, uh, they make, um, a lot of audio dramas and Lake Clarity is one of them. Um, so far there are, there have been two seasons. Um, I'm looking at this now and I'm just scrolling through, um, their page, on on stitcher and so far there have been uh two seasons the season three teaser actually uh, 11 minute long teaser it came out uh in 2018 almost two years ago uh in 2018 um september late september 2018 um so far nothing uh on stitcher and uh and you know i found nothing else on other websites um so it would appear um, that uh, that the show has run its course. You know, maybe they decided not to do a season three. Maybe it's gone premium. I wasn't able to find information on that, but it's got two great seasons worth. It doesn't conclude the story. Uh, that there's no um, uh, real ending to the story, but it's a good um, it's a good two seasons worth of material. Uh, each episode, actually, each individual episode is actually only about 18 to 20 minutes long. So if you don't have a super long commute to work, um, you could probably get in an episode, you know, on, you know, one way. If you, you know, if you have a 20 minute, half an hour commute, you can definitely get in an episode 
um, and you do have the alternative uh, ch uh, choice to go and opt in for the supercuts, right? So the season one supercuts, the total length of the seat of, of all, the entirety of season one of Lake Clarity is 103 minutes uh, long. And, uh, you know, the Supercut basically has the entire season. You can binge the show, essentially. And the Supercut for Season 2 is uh, a little longer, uh, topping off at 179 minutes long. And um, it's, uh, it's again, it's it, I, I love how they did that. You know, initially, I, when I started, you know, the first episode, Season 1, Episode 1, and then I went through the first two or three episodes. And... Um, what happened was, uh, you know, I just, you know, they were, they were great, but you know, it, you know, with podcast players, I can stop it whenever I wish, um, instead of listening to it bit by bit. So it allowed, it really allowed me to just, you know, when I had a little more time and I just left it on in the house while I was doing stuff, you know, um, I was able to, um, just, just leave it running. Right. So that's, uh, you know, that's a great positive, you know, not many shows necessarily have that. Um, so I think that's a great option. But, um, you know, what you guys really came here to find out is I'm guessing you really want to know what the show is about. So Lake Clarity, it doesn't really say much. Obviously, there's a podcast, so you can't see the logo. Uh, of Lake Clarity, we will have an Instagram post. Um, what the Instagram page for um, for this podcast does is, with everything that we recommend or review, we will actually, you know, we'll, we'll put a post up Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, and Saturday are the posting days, and we kind of break, you know, we give links to um, to the shows or to the games or or, or the books that we review. And Lake Clarity, um, the picture, you won't be able to see it, but, you know, visualize this in your mind's eye. It's like this lone cabin in the woods, and it's, it's got this spooky, um, very, very spooky kind of like twilight um, feeling to it, right? You know, very, you know, it's like kind of like a, the cabin in the woods type of feeling to it and um it starts out with a real classic premise and the classic classic premise is five teenagers they go into the woods they go camping um and they've heard things about this this campsite that or this part you know this lake called lake clarity and there's a lot of you know they kind of fancy themselves as a bit of paranormal enthusiasts um and they want to go and check this place out so the premise is like they go camping in this spooky area i am not going to ruin too much of the story um but you know that classic kind of summertime horror movie uh premise is there right and all of the characters are actually quite likable um they're not you know if you're a teenager listening to this show you know Great, but this is not meant to offend you but a lot of times shows i think a lot of shows try too hard to you know create you know that that feeling of adolescence you know they 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 try to um exaggerate how a teenager acts and uh and that can be real annoying and you know if you're a teenager listening to this you know you might know people like that you know, that you go to school with, but, you know, if you're an adult listening to this, which, you know, I imagine most of our listeners here might be adults, you, uh, it, you don't get the kind of annoying, 
teenage, you, you don't get too much of that. A lot of that's in TV shows now. There isn't really too much of that. Most of these characters are likable. Um, they do have some kind of stereotypical teenage behavior, but it's not over the top. Um, it's not. Uh, it's not super campy. There's there are moments here and there, but um, it's overall is is a really really good setup. Um, the voice acting and the production, they're all great sometimes, especially in the first season with the screams and uh, kind of like the suspenseful bits with the loud noises, almost like jump scares. Um, they, uh, they, the sound can be a little loud, but again, overall, great, great show, um, great way, you know, to, to kick off Halloween month. Uh, it's very, very low commitment. It's easy to understand. Um, and, uh, you know, if you miss a couple minutes here and there, it's not really going to hurt you. Very, very dialogue driven. And, uh, of course, you know, being an audio drama. But, uh, yeah, you know, season one, I finished both season one and season two uh, recently, actually. And it's just a breeze to get through, right? You can you can listen. You can binge both in one, one night. If you've got busy work to do, if you've got stuff to do around the house, you can just you know put it on and uh it's it's really gonna set the tone for october so um late clarity highly highly recommended podcast and uh after a quick transition a quick a quick break we are going to um our first streaming our first tv show streaming show review okay and um it's gonna be on the netflix uh, well, initially it started on YouTube, but it's going to be on the Netflix hit Cobra Kai. And, um, you know, and we're going to look at seasons one and two. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's following right after the break. Quick break. Hey, welcome back, guys. We are now going to, I'm personally, you know, I'm excited for everything I recommend, but I'm very, very excited to recommend um, this next streaming show. Um, and we are going to look at, as promised before the break, we are looking at Cobra Kai and Cobra Kai, the first two seasons. Um, but first and foremost, if you are a fan if you watch the first karate kid the second and third movie and and that jaden smith jackie chan one i mean technically that's kung fu i don't want to get all technical about it um i know it's kind of all in good fun um but hey i'm telling you right now if you are a fan of the original the og karate kid and you enjoyed it and you have not watched cobra kai oh man i I don't, I don't even know what to say to you guys right now, right? You got to get on the show. If you're busy, that's another thing, right? But these shows, I mean, that's why we have, we feature shows like this on the multi-team podcast because it's only half an hour of your time per episode, okay? Now, there's a disclaimer though. It's half an hour of your time, but it's very hard not to binge this show, right? So this is kind of skirting the line a little bit. We're kind of skirting the line a little bit in our first episode because this show actually you will really want to commit to it but just in terms of episode length we squeeze it we squeeze it in 
to um, I squeezed it into um, the lineup and I really wanted to share this show with you guys for those of you who haven't seen it heard a lot of good things about it highly highly worth your time okay if you haven't seen if you're not a fan of the Karate Kid franchise if you're not a fan of the series um, you know here's just a brief kind of a summary and if you're a fan you know I'm gonna get through this quickly and then we're gonna jump into the meat of the Cobra Costa but the original Karate Kid you know Ralph Macchio iconic role as Danny LaRusso Daniel LaRusso um, and he was a, a bullying victim and um, so the story revolves around you know he gets bullied and uh, especially by a kid named Johnny Lawrence you know they um, and uh, they um, basically they um, the story is the uh, they're they they he is bully you know and what happened is johnny lawrence he re- he represents a karate dojo called cobra kai right cobras were really mean creatures in the 90s right like i mean you also had cobra commander and gi joe which started a little earlier than that but the late 80s and 90s cobras were you know cobras were everywhere if you're a kid of the 80s and 90s you know they were school mascots you know they were they were kind of mean you know they're they're deadlier snakes right nowadays we know there are deadlier snakes than the cobra but the cobra and the king cobra oh that's just snake charmers and all that stuff there's something exotic and dangerous about that so cobra kai is this karate dojo johnny lawrence represents it right john crease um his uh his, his, his is the sensei of that dojo and they really go with that no mercy kind of mentality strike first attack right and really it's a bullying mentality it's a win at all cost mentality right and, and and that really carries over to the new show but long story short long you know to 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 basically sum it all up the original karate kid involves the bullying victim danny larusso and his literal fight against johnny lawrence um and his tutelage under the legendary master um the legendary pat marita um and uh, mr miyagi right classic there's so many pop culture references so many references to the movie uh so many nods to the movie over the years um so uh yeah shout out to uh shout out to pat marita you know legendary icon and um you know it would it would have been great for 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 mr miyagi to 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 see you know the popularity of cobra kai and uh it's just unfortunate that you know he uh he didn't get to see you know um you know all of that had uh which has transpired with the cobra kai franchise right so um the cobra kai franchise takes place 34 years after the 1984 All Valley Karate Tournament, right? So you have Johnny Lawrence who is who lost um, to um, he's uh, he's William Zabka's character, right? He lost to Ralph Macchio's character Danny Larusso, and uh, you know, and he was almost killed by by Kreese, by his by his former sensei. You know, for basically for being a loser, so to speak, and his life kind of went downhill from there. And really, the premise of Cobra Kai, especially in the first season, is about Johnny Lawrence kind of building himself back up, and it's a redeeming story. You really, honestly, every single show I watch, 
Okay, and I'm sure you know I can speak for a lot of you guys, a lot of you listeners out there. There's probably at least a couple characters that you absolutely hate. You're like, why does this person need to be in the show? There's no point of them being in the show. There's no reason why they have to be in the show. They are so annoying. This sucks, right? Having this character here and there. I have to say, in Cobra Kai, I honestly feel like all of the characters are likable and re- you know they have redeeming qualities in their own ways and they're on their own paths. And that's really what the whole Karate Kid franchise is all about. You know, the whole journey. You know, let, let's forget about that fourth one, right? Let's forget about the Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan one, right? You know, that's, uh, you know, it's, all right, it's entertainment, but it's it's not in the, you know, it, it, it just, uh, I don't even want to, you know, I'm going to start cursing up in here. I'm going to start, you know, man, fuck that movie, man. You know, I'm just going to say that straight up. You know, there's some language in the show, but, you know, I, I know they aim to do the right thing, but it just didn't work out. Right, it doesn't have the magic of the original, so you really see Johnny Lawrence. You know, dude's in his fifties. He's part-time handyman, and uh, he's just you know he um, he's getting nowhere in his life, and he really hits an all-time low. And then from then, he restarts Cobra Kai, restarts Cobra Kai Dojo, and then he starts building his way back up. Right. He starts grinding his way back up and it's just really and he takes uh, he takes um, a Hispanic kid under his wing. And there's a lot of cultural and racial uh, reversals right in in the show. And I'm not going to go into too much depth, but um, but it's just, you know, there's a lot of that. There, there's there's some racial stuff there. There's some cultural stuff there, but they address it in such a nice way. Right. And, um, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. And then you see the evolution of Johnny Lawrence. You see also the evolution of what, you know, Ralph Macchio's character has become. And the only thing I could really say about this show is that this is, this show is a labor of love. Will Smith is actually one of the executive uh, producers of the show. Right. And, and, you know, he, he, he found gold. Right. And the people who made this series, Season one really covers the the rise of the new Cobra Kai under uh, uh, Johnny Lawrence and season two kind of, uh, you know, talks about, you know, more. It goes into more of the relationships between Johnny Lawrence, you know, his son as a character in the story um, and, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, it, it, it extends the rivalry between these two characters. And really, the show was made with love. It was made with the, from a true fan's perspective. And not only that, they really, really managed to capture, you know, the late 80s, 90s feel of the show. Even in the way the characters, you know, even the, char- the way the characters dress and move. You know, it's a, it's a real throwback type of series and it's something we really need right now i mean i think many of us are kind of disappointed with the way 2020 is has turned out and the way it's going but we can always look back to the past we can't live in the past we can't physically go back but cobra kai is a reminder that you know you know there were good times in the past and we can't let our past define us and you know we can build on you know tradition and the lessons that we've been taught 
and while meanwhile not making the same mistakes. So I think highly, highly recommend it. Half an hour episodes, two seasons, you know, you know, low commitment in the sense that you know what, you watch one episode, you can do something else. Okay. And you know, it's but I will say it will require you to actually sit down and focus and watch the story because it it deserves it. This show deserves it. It deserves a shot. I, I would recommend this to everyone. You know, and if you have, if you start watching this show without watching the original Karate Kids uh, trilogy, I'm just gonna say trilogy. Um, you can uh, you can go back, but really, it's the first movie. You know, the first movie is the one that made it. You know, and um, yeah, so definitely check this out. people we are down to the final segment the final portion of the debut episode of the multi-team podcast and we are going to wrap with uh, a reminder to stay mindful when you're not multi-teaming i feel like this is a very very important lesson for us to remember um that we, you know, I'm a strong believer in, in chunking my day and you look at some of the most successful people in the world, doesn't matter what field they're in, doesn't matter if they're in entrepreneurship or whether they're in athletics or, you know, in academ- academia, whatever sort of field people are studying or engaging in, I think the very best of us know how to chunk our days and know how to turn it on and off, you know, and that's, you know, really life is all about management and managing you know our time is you know t- managing our time time management is one of the most important skills um you can have you know to find fulfillment in life fulfillment and happiness and um the last um the last item we're going to look at today that is on the menu um is uh, an ebook and i found this on amazon i found this for a very very low price um, of $3.99 I believe it was at the time uh, unfortunately this is a, um, um, it may differ depending on where you are um, where you are accessing Amazon sometimes the deals differ depending on what country you're in but I am only speaking uh, from uh, you know, Canada, uh, from a Canadian perspective. Um, but, and, and sometimes their deals rotate. So this is my disclaimer It's my disclaimer on Amazon Kindle books, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, you know, you might not, you might be listening to this month down the road. When you, if you discover our show, the Kindle book may be of a different price, you know? So, but you know, at the time when I bought this book, it was, you know, less than five dollars. It was um, it Canadian, so that really was in line with my philosophy of cheap and affordable books. But I can see a lot of people paying a lot more for this book, and what's in it is worth it. And it's is a beautiful book. That's all. That's all I can describe it. You know, and um, it is also a Japanese influence. Uh, um, kind of transitioning from from Cobra Kai but it is much more peaceful you know in 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 content to Cobra Kai and understandably because it is about the topic of 
mindfulness, right? And and really accepting, you know, all the flaws in your life and, and, and kind of being okay with that because we're all flawed that way. But it the title of the book is called Wabi Sabi, W-A-B-I, not Wasabi, but Wabi Sabi. And it's written by a lady named Beth Kempton. Um, and uh, the whole title, the full title is actually Wabi Sabi, Japanese Wisdom for Perfectly Imperfect Life. And um, it's it's an amazing book. It's an amazing read. Very, very quick read. Um, it's got, you know, especially in ebook format. I, you know, you could finish this book, you know, in a couple hours. And it's a practical book in the sense that, you know, each chapter actually only takes about 15, 20 minutes tops, right? Fast readers will get through it in about 10 and uh, 256 pages, not a heck of a lot, but there's a lot of wisdom uh, to, uh, to extract from this book. And Beth Kempton was actually, uh, some of you guys, if you've heard of her before, she um, is um, a Brit, I believe. She's an English woman um, and who was fascinated by Japan and Japanese culture and spent a lot of time in Japan um, and working with, you know, living and working in Japan. And she really played a role kind of like as a bridge between you know, English speaking countries and Japan. And she, uh, she worked with a lot of, you know, business and, you know, athletic figures and, you know, in interpreting and all that. And, uh, the foreword of this book, um, is actually written by, you know, the foreword, um, uh, is actually written by Hidetoshi Nakata. Now, if you're a soccer fan or a football fan, as it's, known around the world um, other than you know if you're not from the United States or Canada when you say football it is soccer but if you're a soccer fan uh, you may have heard of Hidetoshi Nagata um, arguably one of the greatest Japanese soccer players of all time an absolute legend uh, in in Japanese uh, soccer slash football lore and uh, and he's known Beth for for a long time the author uh having known at at the time of the writing of the foreword he nagata wrote it in 2018 and at that time he's known uh, beth for over a decade so they know each other really well and it's 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 it really sets the tone as a, a an iconic japanese individual and you can see you know um beth really um she really loves japan you know, and it doesn't matter that she's a foreigner. She's, you know, she's um, not of Japanese cultural heritage, but you can see that, you know, there is a lot of passion and there's a lot of expertise in the book. And she is certainly a good person for it. Right. So interspersed throughout the book, the book is divided into various sections. But what's really beautiful about this book is that it there's, you know, she intersperses you know, kind of self-help type writing with her travels, you know, seeking acceptance and seeking mindfulness um, um, in, you know, all around Japan, right? So she, um, so you have, it, it, it's, it's kind of like a, a third of it, it's kind of like a travel book. So that is, is uh, it's, it's amazing. And I found, you know, that's what really kind of, 
you know, if it was a straight up self-help book, you know, self-help type kind of book, it would have been not super dry because it's great. But, you know, she interspersed it with her her travel logs and stuff like that. So that made it a lot more interesting. Um, the chapters are divided into like, first of all, she goes and explains what is Wabi Sabi, you know, which is a very complex concept. But uh, it's kind of inspired by Zen Buddhism and, and tea ceremonies and all that. And then she um, she starts off with kind of like simplifying and beautifying the home and kind of, you know, home decor kind of stuff, which, you know, is is not really my my cup of tea necessarily, but it might be yours. Um, and uh, um, but she goes on with other chapters saying, you know, living with nature, acceptance, let, you know accepting things and, and and being able to 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 let things go let you know let bygones be bygones kind of thing and and and, and teaching you how to do that framing it around you know japanese zen spirituality uh shinto spirituality reframing failure um in in chapter five in chapter six she talks about nurturing relationships and then she addresses there's a chapter on on, on enjoying the career journey and cherishing the moments and um after all of that you know there's an extensive kind of notes section and extensive bibliography and acknowledgement um, and, and she, you can, you can really tell that she feels like she owes a lot to a lot of people in Japan and, and rightfully so, uh, being a foreigner trying to write about Japan, you know, she had a lot of help and a lot of great mentors and sources. And then she wraps up with, you know, notes about visiting Japan, right? And you can read more about her, you know, as the book concludes. So, you know, basically it's it's really about 200 pages because the last 50 pages or so are a bunch of acknowledgments and bibliographies and um, it's, it's, it's a real good read. You can, you know, you, can, you don't even have to read it in order. You can read chapter seven if you are kind of stuck in your career and you want to figure out, you know, a way forward or kind of just accepting um, you know, what your, you know, the current state of affairs in your, in your career, or, you know, if you want to learn about home decor, for example, you might want to, you know, go to chapter two, right? But I read this in chronological order. I read this in sequence. Um, and, uh, it, it was great, you know, and like I said, when I got it off, uh, um, the Amazon Kindle Canada website, it was quite affordable, um, and, you know, less than a cup of coffee, but, uh, you know, once again, you, um, it, uh, you know, you don't really, you know, I, I, that again, once again, the disclaimer, depending on when and where you are viewing, uh, you are listening to the podcast, it might be a little different for, uh, it might be a little, uh, bit different for you in terms of the pricing. But other than that, um, this is, you know, highly, highly recommended. And um, if you can find a copy, you know, I would certainly do so. Um, just keep it in line with we got to balance that mind, uh, the, the multi-tainment with mindfulness. You know, we have to have times where we focus on ourselves. We focus on our family. We get out there in nature, um, you know, safely, of course. You know, we're in a pandemic, but just, you know, embracing life. You know, and, and taking it all in. And there are times where, you know what, we'll have multiple devices going at once. We'll have multiple screens and, you know, we'll be able to entertain ourselves. Right. So that is, you know, that's why I decided to really go with 
you know, to wrap up this first episode with Wabi Sabi because I do believe in balance and that, you know, more than ever, the world needs balance. We need that balance. Um, and, um, and yeah, that's, uh, that's the first episode. Um, probably not as polished as it could be. Um, but you know, amateur podcaster here and we will, uh, you know, we will see you next week on, uh, Fridays. I aim to drop the episodes, uh, each in a weekly episodes, weekly shows on Fridays, you know, down the road, hopefully we'll have a possibility of getting guests on the show, guest podcasters, and you know, who knows where this will take me, but you know, I appreciate you know, any love you can send this way, any love and respect. Um, and I'll, I'll, of course, you know, do the same. Uh, please uh, follow us once again. Shout out, you know, shouting out myself here. Shameless self-promotion. Please follow us at podcast. on Instagram. You can find us there with the same logo um, as the podcast. Um, you can find us on Anchor. Uh, you can find us on uh, on Anchor FM. This was made with Anchor. Excellent, excellent podcast uh, app that allows you to not only make, record, edit, but distribute. Makes everything so easy, um, especially for someone who's not super tech savvy like myself. I'm not sponsored by Anchor. I'm just singing its praises because, you know, I've had so many positive experiences with it. You know, find us on Spotify as well. You know, the links are all going to be posted in the show uh, show notes and um, in our, on our Instagram bio. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this first episode. It went a little longer than expected, um, but uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, this is Shu signing out.